Hello everyone. I'm going to be more specific about what happened to me in the world of organized crime. I I was exposed to all types of abuses in the world of organized crime. So what is abuse? Abuse is the improper usage or treatment of a thing, a place, a circumstance, and most notably, persons, often to unfairly or improperly gain benefit. Abuse can come in many forms, such as physical or verbal maltreatment, injury, assault, violation, rape, unjust practices, crimes, other types of aggression. To these descriptions, one can also add the Kantian notion of the wrongness of using another human being as means to an end rather than as ends in themselves. Some sources describe abuse as quote-unquote socially constructed which means there may be more or less recognition of the suffering of the victim at different times in societies. So in organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of authority. Abuse of authority includes harassment, interference, pressure, and inappropriate requests or favors. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of corpse. Necrophilia involves possessing a physical attraction to dead bodies that may lead to acting upon sexual urges. As corpses are dead and cannot give consent, any manipulation Removal of parts, mutilation, or sexual acts performed in a dead body is considered abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of discretion. An abuse of discretion is a failure to take into proper consideration the facts and laws relating to a particular matter an arbitrary or unreasonable departure from precedent and settled judicial custom. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of dominance. Market dominance by companies is regulated by uh, public and private enforcement of competition law, also known as antitrust or anti-monopoly law. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of information. Abuse of information typically involves a breach of confidence or plagiarism, or extending the confidence of information beyond those authorized. In the financial world, insider trading can also be considered a misuse of internal information 
that gives an unfair advantage in investment. Um, in the sexual slavery world part of organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of indulgences. In the Catholic Church, an indulgence is a way to reduce punishment for sin, often by prayer, pilgrimage, or good works. In the Middle Ages, some church officials demanded money in exchange both for forgiveness of sins and for other rewards such as future salvation. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of power. Abuse of power in the form of malfeasance in office or official misconduct is the commission of an unlawful act done in an official capacity which affects the performance of official duties. Malfeasance in office is often grounds for a for-cause removal of an elected official by statute or recall election. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of process. A cause of action and tort arising from one party making a malicious and deliberate misuse or prevention of regularly issued court process, civil or criminal, not justified by the underlying legal action. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of rank. Rankism, also called abuse of rank is treating people of a lower rank in an abusive, discriminatory, or exploitative way. Robert W. w. Fuller claims that rankism includes the abuse of the power inherent in superior rank, with the view that rank-based abuse underlies many other phenomena such as bullying, racism, sexism, homophobia. In organized crime, I was exposed to abusive statistics. In organized crime, I was exposed to abuse of trust. In organized crime, I was exposed to abusive supervision. Abusive supervision was commonly studied in the context of the workplace, although can arise in other areas such as in the household and at school. Abusive supervision has been investigated as an antecedent, antecedent to negative subordinate workplace outcome. Workplace violence has a combination of situational and personal factors. The study was conducted looked at the link between abusive supervision and different workplace events. So in organized crime, I was exposed to late medieval usage, breach of confidence, copyright infringement, insider trading, and plagiarism. and workplace bullying academia. In organized crime, I was exposed to academic abuse. Academic abuse is a form of workplace bullying, which takes place in institutions of higher education, such as colleges and universities. Academia is highly competitive and has a well-defined hierarchy with junior staff being particularly vulnerable. In organized crime, I was exposed to the position of trust resulting in the abuse of trust. In organized crime, I was exposed to adolescent abuse 
antisocial behavior, juvenile delinquency, parental abuse by adolescents, parental abuse of adolescents. In organized crime, I was exposed to adult abuse. Adult abuse refers to the abuse of vulnerable adults. In organized crime, I did get exposed to adult abuse. Adult abuse refers to the abuse of vulnerable adults. In organized crime, I was exposed to alcohol use disorder. Alcohol use disorder as described in the DSM-5 is a psychiatric diagnosis describing the recurring use of alcoholic beverages despite its negative consequences. Alcohol use disorder is sometimes referred to by the less specific term alcoholism. There are two types of people with alcohol use disorder, those who have antisocial and pleasure-seeking tendencies and those who are anxiety-ridden, people who are able to go without drinking for long periods of time but are unable to control themselves once they start. Binge drinking is another form of alcohol use disorder. Frequent binge drinking or getting severely drunk more than twice is classed as alcohol misuse. According to research done through international surveys, the heaviest drinkers happen to be the United Kingdom's adolescent generation. In organized crime, I was exposed to incivility and antisocial behavior. Antisocial behavior is often seen as public behavior that lacks judgment and consideration for others and may damage them or their property. It may be intentional, as with vandalism or graffiti, or the result of negligence. Persistent antisocial behavior may be a manifestation of an antisocial personality disorder. The counterpart of antisocial behavior is pro-social behavior, namely any behavior intended to help or benefit another person, group, or society. In organized crime, I was exposed to bullying, bullying academia, bullying information technology, bullying in medicine, bullying in the military, bullying in nursing, bullying in teaching, gay bullying, school bullying, sexual bullying, and workplace bullying. Bullying is repeated acts over time that involves a real or perceived imbalance of power with the more powerful individual group attacking those who are less powerful. Bullying may consist of three basic types of abuse, verbal, physical, and emotional. It typically involves subtle methods of coercion, such as intimidation. Bullying can be defined in many different ways. Although the UK currently has no legal definition of bullying, some US states have laws against it. Bullying is usually done to to coerce others by fear or threat. On organized crime, I was exposed to character assassination. Character assassination is an attempt to tarnish a person's reputation. It may involve exaggeration or manipulation of facts to present an untrue picture of the targeted person. It is a form of defamation. It can be a form of an ad hominem to the person argument. On organized crime, I was exposed to child abuse and child neglect. Child abuse is the physical or psychological slash emotional mistreatment of children. In the United States, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, define child maltreatment as any act or series of acts of commission or omission by a parent or other caregiver that results in harm, potential for harm, or threat of harm to a child. 
Most child abuse occur, occurs in a child's home with a smaller amount can, occurring in the organizations, schools, or communities the child interacts with. There are four major categories of child abuse, neglect, physical abuse, psychological, slash emotional abuse, and sexual abuse. As a child, I was exposed to child sexual abuse. Child sexual abuse is a form of child abuse in which an adult or, or older adolescent abuses a child for sexual stimulation. Different forms of this include asking or pressuring a child to engage in sexual activities. Regardless of the outcome, some types of indecent exposure of genitalia to a child, displaying pornography to a child, actual sexual contact against a child, viewing or engaging in physical contact with the child's genitals for sexual purposes, or using a child to produce child pornography. In organized crime, I was exposed to child sexual abuse laws in the United States, the relationship between child pornography and child sexual abuse, laws regarding child sexual abuse, child sex abuse scandals, and the extremely rare moments of false allegations of child sexual abuse that never came from me. It came from less than a handful of people I knew of at the time. In organized crime, I was exposed to child-on-child sexual abuse. Child-on-child sexual abuse refers to a form of child sexual abuse in which a prepubescent child is sexually abused by one or more other children or adolescent youths in which no adult is directly involved. This includes sexual activity between children that occurs without consent, without equality, or as a result of coercion particularly when physical force, threats, trickery, or emotional manipulation are used to elicit cooperation. In organized crime, I was exposed to civil rights abuses. In organized crime, I was exposed to clandestine abuse. Clandestine abuse is sexual, psychological, or physical abuse that is kept secret for a purpose concealed or underhanded. In organized crime, in terms of the sexual slavery part of it, I was exposed to clerical abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to cyber abuse or cyber bullying, computer crimes, cyber aggression in the workplace, cyber stalking, cyber terrorism, email bombs, flaming, internet parentheses, harassment by computer, and trolls on the internet. Cyber bullying involves the use of information and communication technologies to support deliberate, repeated, and hostile behavior by an individual or group that is intended to harm others according to Bill Belsey. In organized crime, I was exposed to date rapes, dating abuse, or dating violence. Dating abuse is a pattern of abusive behavior exhibited by one or both partners in a dating relationship. The behavior may include, but is not limited to, physical abuse, psychological abuse, and sexual abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to defamation, libel, and slander. Defamation is the communication of a statement that makes a claim expressly stated or implied to be factual that may give an individual, business, product, group, government, or nation a negative image. It is usually but not always a requirement that this claim be false and that the publication be communicated to someone other than the person defamed, termed the claimant. The claim, the claimant. In organized crime, I was exposed to disability abuse. 
It has been noted that, disa- that people with disabilities are disproportionately affected by disability abuse and bullying, and such activity has been cited as a hate crime. The bullying is not limited to those who are visibly disabled, such as wheelchair users and individuals with physical differences, example, cleft lip, but also those with those who are labeled with learning differences, learning disabilities, autism, or developmental coordination disorder. In the latter case, this is linked to a poor ability in physical education. This behavior can be encouraged by an ignorant physical education teacher. Abuse of people with disabilities is not limited to schools. There are many known cases in which people with disabilities have been abused by staff of a care institution, such as the case revealed in a BBC par- panorama program on a Castlebeck care home, Winterbourne View near Bristol, leading to its closure and suspicion, suspension or firing of staff members. In organized crime, I was exposed to discriminatory abuse, prejudice, and religious discriminations and secular discriminations. Discriminatory abuse involves picking on or treating someone unfairly because something about them is different, for example, concerning age, clothing, or appearance, ethnicity, nationality, or culture, including traits like language, gender, including gender-related traits, example, pregnancy, health, such as HIV, AIDS, disability, example, mental disorders, language usage, lifestyle or occupation, race or skin color, religion or political affiliation, or secularity, sexuality, sexual orientation, social class, or creed, weight, or height. Discriminatory laws such as redlining have existed in many countries. In some countries, controversial attempts such as racial quotas have been used to redress negative effects of discrimination. Other acts of discrimination include political libel, defamation of groups and stereotypes based on exaggerations. Um, yeah, so discriminatory laws such as redlining have existed in many countries. Some countries' controversial attempts at racial quotas have been used to redress negative effects of discrimination. Other acts of discrimination include political libel, defamation of groups, and stereotypes based on exaggerations. In organized crime, I was exposed to domestic abuses, domestic violence, Christianity and domestic violence, common couple violence, domestic violence in pregnancy, effects of domestic violence on children, epidemiology of domestic violence in Islam and domestic violence. Domestic abuse can be broadly defined as any form of abusive behaviors by one or both partners in an intimate relationships, such as marriage, cohabitation, family, dating, or even friends. Domestic violence has many forms, including physical aggression, hitting, kicking, biting, shoving, restraining, throwing objects or threats thereof, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse, withholding money or controlling all money, including that of other family members, social abuse, restricting access to friends, and slash her family, insulting or threatening friends and slash her family, controlling or domineering. Intimidation, stalking, passive slash covert abuse, example, neglect, economic deprivation. Depending on local statutes, the domestic violence may or may not constitute a crime. Also, depending on the severity and duration of specific acts and other variables, 
Alcohol consumption and mental illness have frequently been associated with abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to economic abuse. Economic abuse is a form of abuse when one intimate partner has control of the other partner's access to economic resources, which diminishes the victim's capacity to support themselves and forces them to depend on the perpetrator financially. In organized crime, I was exposed to elder abuse. Elder abuse is a type of harm to older adults involving in abuse by trusted individuals in a manner that causes harm or distress to an older person. This definition has been adopted by the World Health Organization from a definition before by Action on Elder Abuse in the UK. The abuse includes violence, neglect, and other crimes committed against an elderly person, and their forms include physical, mental, financial abuses, as well as passive and active neglect. In organized crime, I was exposed to emotional abuse and psychological abuse. While there is an absence of consensus as to the precise definition of emotional abuse, it is classified by the U.S. Federal Child Abuse Prevention and Treatment Act as a form of mental injury. The typical legal definition, particularly in the area of child welfare, accepted by the majority of U.S. states, describes it as injury to the psychological capacity emotional stability as evidenced by an observable or substantial change of behavior, emotional response, or cognition. In organized crime, I was exposed to employee abuse, workplace abuse, and workplace bullying. In organized crime, I was exposed to false accusations. False accusations or false allegations can be in any of the following contexts, informal in everyday life, quasi-judicially, and judicially. In organized crime, I was exposed to flag abuse and flag desecration. Flag abuse or flag desecration is a term applied to various acts that intentionally destroy, damage, or mutilate a flag in public, most often a national flag. Often such action is intended to make a political point against a country or its policies. Some countries have laws forbidding methods of destruction, such as burning in public, or forbidding particular uses, such as for commercial purposes, such laws may distinguish between desecration of the country's own national flag and flags of other countries. Countries may have laws protecting the right to burn a flag as free speech. In organized crime, I was exposed to gaming the system. Gaming the system, also called bending the rules, gaming the rules, playing the system, abusing the system, milking the system, or working the system, can be defined as using the rules and procedures meant to protect the system to instead manipulate the system for a desired outcome. In organized crime, I was exposed to gaslighting. Gaslighting is manipulation through persistent denial, misdirection, contradiction, and lying in an attempt to destabilize and delegitimize a target. Its intent is to sow seeds of doubt in the targets, hoping to make them question their own memory, perception, and sanity and safety. Instances may range from the from the denial by an abuser that previous abusive incidents ever occurred up to the staging of bizarre events by the abuser with the intention of disorienting the victim. The term owes its origin to Gaslight, a 1938 play, a 1944 film, that has been used in clinical and research literature. In organized crime, I was exposed to gay abuse or gay bashing. Gay bashing and gay bullying are verbal or, phys or physical abuse against a person perceived by the aggressor to be gay, lesbian, or bisexual, including and transgender, 
or queer, including people who are actually heterosexual and or cisgender, or of non-specific or unknown sexual orientation. Uh, so in organized crime, I was exposed to harassment, harassment by computer, electronic harassment, mobile harassment, power harassment, sexual harassment. Harassment covers a wide range of offensive behavior. It's commonly understood as behavior intended to disturb or upset. In the legal sense, it is behavior which is found threatening or disturbing. Power harassment is harassment or unwelcome attention of a political nature, often occurring in the environment of a workplace. Sexual harassment refers to persistent and unwanted sexual advances, typically in the workplace, where the consequences of refusing sexual requests are potentially very disadvantageous to the victim. In organized crime, I was exposed to hate crimes, disability hate crimes, hate mail, and hate speech. Hate crimes occur when a perpetrator targets a victim because of their perceived membership in a certain social group, usually defined by racial group, religion, secularity, uh, sexual orientation, disability, uh, ethnicity, nationality, age, gender, gender identity, or political affiliation. Hate crimes generally refers to criminal acts which are seen to have been motivated by hatred of one or more of the list of conditions. Incidents may involve physical assault, damage to property, bullying, harassment, verbal abuse, or insults, or offensive graffiti or inflammatory letters. Hate mail is an example. In organized crime, I was exposed to hazing. Hazing is considered any activity involving harassment, abuse, or humiliation as a way of initiating a person into a group. Hazing is seen in many different types of groups, including within gangs, clubs, sport teams, military units, and workplaces. In the United States and Canada, hazing is often associated with Greek letter organizations, fraternities, and sororities. Hazing is often prohibited by law. It may be either physical, possibly violent, or mental, possibly degrading practices. It may also include nudity or sexually oriented activities. In organized crime, I was exposed to human rights abuses. Human rights are basic rights and freedoms to which all humans are entitled. Examples of rights and freedoms which have come to be commonly thought of as human rights include civil and political rights, such as the right to life and liberty, freedom of expression and equality before the law, and economic, social, and cultural rights, including the right to participate in culture, the right to be treated with respect and dignity, the right to food, the right to work, and in certain countries, the right to education. In organized crime, I was exposed to humiliation. Humiliation is the abasement of pride, which creates mortification or leads to a state of being humbled or reduced to lowliness or submission. It can be brought about through bullying, intimidation, physical or mental mistreatment or trickery, or by embarrassment if a person is revealed to have committed a socially or legally unacceptable act. In organized crime, I was exposed to incivility and workplace incivility. Incivility is a general term for social behavior lacking in civility or good manners, ranging from rudeness or lack of respect toward el- towards elders, vandalism and hooliganism, or public drunkenness and threatening behavior. In organized crime, I was exposed to institutional abuses, foster care, and state abuses. Institutional abuse can typically occur in a care home, nursing home, acute hospital, or an inpatient setting. It can be any of the following. Discriminatory abuse, financial abuse, neglect, physical abuse, 
psychological, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, and verbal abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to insults, ad hominems, incivility, and rudeness. An insult is an expression, statement, or behavior considered to be degrading and offensive. In organized crime, I was exposed to intimidation and witness intimidation and tampering with the evidence. Intimidation involves intentional behavior that would cause a person of reasonable apprehension to fear harm or injury. Within the context of a criminal prosecution, it's not necessary to prove that the behavior caused the victim to experience terror or panic. The calculated use of violence or the threat of violence to attain goals, political, religious, secular, or ideological in nature through intimidation, coercion, or instilling fear can be defined as terrorism. In organized crime, I was exposed to legal abuse and abuse of the legal system. Legal abuse refers to abuses associated with both civil and criminal legal action. In organized crime, I was exposed to market abuse, anti-competitive practices, and insider trading. Market abuse may arise in circumstances where financial investors have been unreasonably disadvantaged directly or indirectly by others who have used information which is not publicly available insider dealing have distorted the price-setting mechanism of financial in- instruments, have, decim- have disseminated false or misleading information. In organized crime, I was exposed to medical abuse, abuse and patient abuse, patient abuse, aggression, healthcare, bullying and medicine, bullying and nursing, medical malpractices, and uh, never events. In organized crime, I was exposed to military abuse, bullying in the military, military use of children, military sexual trauma, war crimes, and war rapes. War crimes are violations of the laws or customs of war, including murder, the ill-treatment of de- or deportation of civilian residents of an, uh, of an occupied territory to slave labor camps, the murder or ill-treatment of prisoners of war, the killing of, hostage- of hostages, the wanton destruction of cities, towns, and villages, and any devastation not justified by military or civilian necessity. War rape is rape committed by soldiers, other com combatants or civilians during armed conflict or war during war and an armed conflict rape is frequently used as means of psychological warfare to humiliate the enemy and undermine their morale military sexual trauma is sexual assault and rape experienced by military personnel is often accompanied by post-traumatic stress in organized crime i was exposed to mind abuse or mind control and mind games Mind abuse and mind control refers to a process in which a group or individual systematically uses unethically manipulative methods to persuade others to conform to the wishes of the manipulators, often to the detriment of the person being manipulated. The term has been applied to any tactic, psychological or otherwise, which could be seen as subverting an individual's sense of control over their own thinking, behavior, emotions, or decision-making. In organized crime, I was exposed to misconduct, duty to report misconduct, judicial misconduct, official misconduct, police misconduct, police misconduct, United States, prosecutorial misconduct, scientific misconduct, and sexual misconduct. Misconduct means a wrongful, improper, or unlawful conduct motivated by premeditated or intentional purpose or by obstinate indifference to the consequences of one's acts. Three categories of misconduct are official misconduct, professional misconduct, and sexual misconduct.
In organized crime, I was exposed to mobbing. Mobbing means bullying of an individual by a group in any context, identified as emotional abuse in the workplace, such as ganging up on someone by coworkers, subordinates, or superiors to force someone out of the workplace through rumor, innuendo, intimidation, humiliation, discrediting, and isolation. Is often, it is also referred to as malicious, non-sexual, non-racial general harassment. Mobbing can take place in any group environment, such as a workplace, neighborhood, or family. Organized crime was exposed to narcissistic abuse. Narcissistic abuse is a term that emerged in the late 20th century and became more prominent in the 2000s decade. It originally referred specifically to abuse by narcissistic parents of their children, but more recently has come to mean any abuse by a narcissist, egotistical person, or someone with arrogant pride. In organized crime, I was exposed to child neglect, self-neglect, and neglect. Neglect is a passive form of abuse in which a caregiver is responsible for providing care for a victim, a child, a physically or mentally disabled adult, an animal, a plant, or an inanimate object fails to provide adequate care for the victim's needs to the detriment of the victim. It's typically seen as a form of laziness or apathy on the form of the caregiver rather than ignorance due to inability. Accordingly, neglect of a child by an adult with mental disorders or who is overworked is not considered abuse, although this may constitute child neglect nonetheless. Examples of neglect include failing to provide sufficient supervision, nourishment, medical care, or other needs for which the victim is helpless to provide for themselves. In organized crime, I was exposed to negligence, legal malpractice, malpractice, medical malpractice, negligence in employment, and professional negligence in law. Negligence is conduct that is culpable to blame because it falls short of what a reasonable person would do to protect another individual from foreseeable risk, risks of harm. Um, In organized crime, I was exposed to parental abuse by children. Abuse of parents by their children is a common but underreported and under-researched subject. Parents often, parents are quite often subject to levels of childhood aggression, typically in the form of verbal or physical abuse in excess of normal childhood aggressive outbursts. Parents feel a sense of shame and humiliation have that problem, so they rarely seek help nor is much help available today. In organized crime, I was exposed to passive-aggressive behavior, mind games, neglect, obstructionism, procrastination, silent treatment, and social undermining. Passive-aggressive behavior is a form of covert abuse. It is passive, sometimes obstructionist resistance to following through with expectations in interpersonal or occupational situations. It can manifest itself as learned helplessness, procrastination, stubbornness, resentment, sullenness, or deliberate and repeated failures in accomplishing tasks for which one is often explicitly expected to do. In organized crime, I was exposed to patient abuse, health care professionals convicted of murdering patients, experimentation on prisoners, latrogenesis, medical harm, medical malpractice. Patient abuse or neglect is, is any action or failure to act which causes unreasonable suffering, misery, or harm to the patient. It includes physically striking or sexually assaulting a patient. 
It also includes withholding of necessary food, physical care, and medical attention. It applies to various contexts such as hospitals, nursing homes, clinics, and home visits. In organized crime, I was exposed to peer abuse. Peer abuse is an expression popularized by author Elizabeth Bennett in 2006 to reinforce the idea that it is as valid to identify bullying as a form of abuse just as one would identify any other form of abuse. The term conveys similar connotations to the term peer victimization. An organized crime is exposed to persecution, religious persecution, and secular persecution. Persecution is a systematic mistreatment of an individual or group by another group. The most common forms are religious persecution, secular persecution, ethnic persecution, and political persecution, though there is naturally some overlap between all these terms. In organized crime, I was exposed to physical abuse. Physical abuse is abuse involving contact intended to cause feelings of intimidation, pain, injury, or other physical suffering or bodily harm. In organized crime, I was exposed to torture and psychological torture techniques. Torture is any act by which severe pain, whether physical or psychological, is intentionally inflicted. In organized crime, In organized crime, I was exposed to police abuse, police brutality, police corruption, police misconduct, and abusive power in police officers. Police brutality is the intentional use of excessive force by a police officer. Though usually physical has the potential to arise in the form of verbal attacks or psychological intimidation. It is in some instances triggered by contempt of cop, example, perceived disrespect towards police officers. Police corruption is a specific form of police misconduct designed to obtain financial benefits and slash a career advancement for police officers or officers in exchange for not pursuing or selectively pursuing an investigation or arrest. Police misconduct refers to inappropriate actions taken by police officers in connection with their official duties. Police misconduct can lead to a miscarriage of justice and sometimes involves discrimination. An organized crime was exposed to political abuse, political corruption, political repression, and political abuse of psychiatry. An organized crime was exposed to prejudice. A prejudice is a pre- preconceived belief, opinion, or judgment toward a group of people or a single person because of race, social class, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, age, disability, political beliefs, religion, line of work, or other personal characteristics. It also means that priori beliefs without knowledge of the facts and includes any unreasonable attitude that's unusually resistant to rational influence. Although positive and negative prejudice both exist when used negatively, prejudice implies fear and antipathy antipathy towards such a group of, or person. An organized crime was exposed to prison abuse or prisoner abuse, military prisoner abuse scandals, experimentation of prisoners, and prison rape. Prisoner abuse is the mistreatment of persons while they're under arrest or incarcerated. Abuse falling into this category includes physical abuse, hitting, beating, or other unauthorized corporal punishment, psychological abuse, taunting, sleep deprivation, or other forms of psychological abuse, occasionally white noise, sexual abuse, forced intercourse, genital mutilation, other forms of sexual abuse, 
other abuse, refusal of essential medication, mutilation, etc., enhance interrogation methods implementing the war on terror pur- purportedly needed to extract information as other techniques will not yield results, torture, any act by which severe pain, whether physical or psychological, is intentionally inflicted. In organized crime, I was exposed to professional abuse, malpractice, professional ethics, professional negligence in law, and professional responsibility. Professional abusers take advantage of their client or patient's trust, exploit their vulnerability, do not act in their best interest, fails to keep professional and personal boundaries. Abuse may be discriminatory, financial, physical, slash neglectful, psychological, slash emotional, sexual. Professional abuse may always involve betrayal of trust, exploitation of vulnerability, violation of professional boundaries, and personal boundaries. In organized crime, I was exposed to psychological abuse. Psychological abuse, also referred to as emotional abuse or mental abuse, is a form of abuse characterized by a person subjecting or exposing another to abuse behavior that is psychologically harmful. Such abuse is often associated with situations of power imbalance, such as abusive relationships, bullying, child abuse, and in the workplace. In organized crime, I was exposed to racial abuse and racism. Racism is abusive attitudes or treatment of others based on the belief that race is a primary determinant of human traits and capacities. It is a form of pride that one's own race is superior and as a result has a right to rule or dominate others according to a Macari dictionary definition. Racism is correlated with and can foster race-based prejudice, violence, dislike, discrimination, and oppression. In organized crime, I was exposed to ragging. Ragging is a form of abuse on newcomers to educational institutions in India, Sri Lanka, and Australia. And I was exposed to anti-raggers. It is similar to the American phenomenon known as hazing. Currently, Sri Lanka is said to be its worst affected country in the world. In organized crime, I was exposed to rape, corrective rape, date rape, effects and aftermath of rape, motivations for rape, prison rape, rape by gender, rape statistics, rape trauma syndrome, spousal rape, types of rape, and war rape. Rape, a form of sexual assault, is an assault by a person involving sexual intercourse with or without sexual penetration of another without the other's consent. This includes those who are considered unable to consent. Example, if they were inebriated or asleep. The rate of reporting, prosecution, and convictions for rape varies considerably in different jurisdictions. The U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics 1999 estimates that 91% of U.S. rape victims are female and 9% are male, with 99% of the offenders being male. One survey of women, only 2% of respondents who said that they were sexually assaulted said that the assault was perpetrated by a stranger. For men, male-male rape in prisons has been a significant problem. In organized crime, I was exposed to relational aggression. Relational aggression, also known as covert aggression or covert bullying, is a type of aggression in which harm is caused through damage to relationships or social status within a group rather than physical violence. Relational aggression is more common and has been studied more among girls than boys. In organized crime, I was exposed to religious abuse, religious discriminations, religious persecution, and religious terrorism. Religious abuse refers to use of religious teachings in an abusive manner that causes psychological harm. Harassment or humiliation on the basis of the victim's religion see religious discrimination. Misuse of a religion for selfish, secular, ideological ends see religion and politics. Abuse of a clerical position to perpetuate non-religiously motivated abuse such as in the Catholic sex abuse cases and Protestant sex abuse cases. 
Any form of religious violence, including human sacrifice, violent initiation rites, or ITS. In organized crime, I was exposed to rudeness. Rudeness, also called impudence or effrontery, is the disrespect and failure to behave within the context of a society or a group of people's social laws or etiquette. In the sexual slavery part of organized crime, I was exposed to satanic ritual abuses. Satanic ritual abuse, SRA, sometimes known as ritual abuse, ritualistic abuse, organized abuse, sadistic ritual abuse, and other variants, was a moral panic that originated in the United States in the 1980s, spreading throughout the country and eventually to many parts of the world before subsiding in the late 1990s. In organized crime, I was exposed to school bullying and school prints, bullying and teaching. School bullying is a type of bullying that occurs in connection with education, either inside or outside of school. Bullying can be physical, verbal, or emotional, is usually repeated over a long period of time. In organized crime, I was exposed to sectarian abuse and sectarianism. In organized crime, I was exposed to self-abuse, self-abasement, self-blame, self-destructive behavior, self-harm, suicide, self-hatred, self-neglect, and self-victimization. Self-destructive behavior is a broad set of extreme actions and emotions, including self-harm and drug abuse. It can take a variety of forms and may be undertaken for a variety of reasons. It tends to be most visible in young adults and adolescents, but may affect people of any age. In organized crime, I was exposed to sexual abuse, sexual harassment, sexual misconduct, and sexual slavery. Sexual abuse is the forcing of undesired sexual behavior by one person upon another when that force falls short of being considered a sexual assault. The offender is referred to as a sexual abuser or more, or more pejoratively, molester. The term also covers any behavior by any adult towards a child to stimulate either the adult or child sexually. When the victim is younger than the age of consent, it is referred to as child sexual abuse. In organized crime, I, ex- I was exposed to sexual bullying, sexual harassment, sexual misconduct. Sexual bullying is any bullying behavior, whether physical or non-physical, that is based on a on a person's sexuality or gender. It's when sexuality or gender is used as a weapon by boys or girls towards other boys or girls, although it is more commonly directed at girls. It can be carried out to a person's face by their back to the use of technology. In organized crime, I was exposed to sibling abuse. Sibling abuse is the physical, emotional, and slash sexual abuse of one sibling by another. It's estimated that as many as 3% of children are dangerously abusive towards a sibling, making sibling abuse more common than either child abuse by parents or spousal abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to smear campaigns. A smear campaign, smear tactic, or simply smear is a metaphor for activities that can harm an individual group's reputation by conflation with a stigmatized group. Sometimes smears used more generally to include any reputation-damaging activity, including such colloquialisms as mud-slinging. In organized crime, I was exposed to spiritual abuse. Spiritual abuse occurs when a person in religious authority or a person with a unique spiritual practice misleads and maltreats another person in the name of their said gods, religion, or in the mystery of any spiritual concept. Spiritual abuse also refers to an abuser using spiritual religious rank and taking advantage of the victim's spirituality, mentality, and passion on spiritual matters by putting the victim in a state of unquestioning obedience to an abusive authority. In organized crime, I was exposed to stalking, cyber stalking, and, stalk- and st- stalkers. Stalking is unwanted attention towards others by individuals, sometimes groups of people. Stalking behaviors are led to harassment and intimidation. 
The word stalking is a term that has different meanings in different contexts in psychology and psychiatry. Some legal jurisdictions use it to refer to a certain type of criminal offense. It may also, it may also to refer to criminal offenses or civil wrongs that include conduct with some people, which some people consider to be stalking, such as those described in the law as harassment or similar terms. In organized crime, I was exposed to structural abuse. Structural abuse is sexual, emotional, physical abuse that is imposed on an individual or group by a social or cultural system or authority. Structural abuse is indirect and exploits the victim on an emotional, mental, or psychological level. I was exposed to substance use disorder and substance abuse. A substance use disorder is a pattern use of a drug in which the person consumes the substance in amounts with methods which are harmful to themselves or others and is a form of substance-related disorder. Widely defining definitions of substance use disorder are used in public health, medical and criminal justice contexts. In some cases, criminal antisocial behavior occurs when a person is under the influence of a drug and long-term personality changes in individuals may occur as well. In addition to possible physical, social, and psychological harm, use of some drugs may also lead to criminal penalties, although these vary widely depending on the local jurisdiction. In organized crime, I was exposed to surveillance abuse. Surveillance abuse is the use of surveillance methods or technology to monitor the activity of an individual or group of individuals in a way which violates the social norms or laws of a society. Mass surveillance by the state may constitute surveillance abuse if not appropriately regulated. Surveillance abuse often falls outside the scope of lawful interception. It is illegal because it violates people's right to, people's right to privacy. In organized crime, I was exposed to taunting. A taunt is a battle cry, a method in method hand-to-hand combat, sarcastic remarks, or insults intended to demoralize the recipient or to anger them and encourage reactionary behaviors without thinking. Taunting can exist as a form of social competition to gain control of the target's cultural capital, example status. In sociological theory, the control of the three social capitals is used to produce an advantage in the social hierarchy as to enforce one's own position in relation to others. Taunting is committed by either directly bullying or, or indirectly encouraging others to bully the target. It is also possible to give a response of the same kind to ensure one's own status. It can be compared to fighting words and trash talk. In organized crime, I was exposed to teacher abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to telephone abuse and nuisance calls. In organized crime, I was exposed to teasing. Teasing is a word with many meanings. In human interactions, teasing comes in two major forms, playful and hurtful. In mild cases, especially when it is reciprocal, teasing can be viewed as playful and friendly. However, teasing is often unwelcome and then it takes the form of harassment. In extreme cases, teasing may escalate to actual violence, may even result in abuse. Children are commonly teased on such matters as their appearance, weight, behavior, abilities, and clothing. This kind of teasing is often hurtful, even when the teaser believes they are being playful. One may also tease an animal. Some animals, such as dogs and cats, may recognize this as play. But in humans, teasing can become hurtful and takes the form of bullying and abuse. In organized crime, I was exposed to terrorism, terrorism by form, cyber terrorism, economic terrorism, religious terrorism, secular terrorism, state terrorism, ter- and, and national terrorism, continental terrorism, island terrorism. Terrorism is a systematic use of terror, especially as a means of coercion. At present, there is no internationally agreed definition of terrorism. Common definitions of terrorism refer only to those violent acts which are intended to create fear, terror, are perpetrated for an ideological goal as opposed to a lone attack, and deliberately target or disregard the safety of non-combatants, example, 
neutral military personnel or civilians and is sometimes sponsored by state policies when a country is not able to prove itself militarily to another enemy country. In organized crime, I was exposed to transgender abuse or trans bashing. Trans bashing is the act of victimizing a person physically, sexually, or verbally because they are, or because they are transgender or transsexual. Unlike gay bashing, it's committed because the target's actual perceived gender identity, not sexual orientation. In organized crime, I was exposed to umpire abuse. Umpire abuse refers to the act of abuse towards an umpire, referee, or other official in sport. The abuse can be verbal abuse such as name calling or physical abuse such as punching. In organized crime, I was exposed to verbal abuse or verbal attacks. Verbal abuse is a form of abusive behavior involving the use of language. It is a form of profanity that can occur with or without the use of expletives. While oral communication is the most common form of verbal abuse, it also includes abusive words in written form. Verbal abuse is a pattern of behavior that can seriously interfere with one's positive emotional development and can lead to significant detriment to one's self-esteem, emotional well-being, and physical state. It has been further described as an ongoing emotional environment organized by the abuser for the purpose of control. The organized crime I was exposed to whispering campaigns. A whispering campaign is a method of persuasion in which damaging rumors or innuendo are spread about the target. While the source of the rumor seeks to avoid being detected while spreading them, for example, a political campaign might distribute Anonymous flyers attacking the other candidates. In organized crime, I was exposed to workplace abuse and workplace bullying. Bullying academia, bullying information technology, bullying in medicine, bullying in nursing, bullying in teaching, cyber aggression, workplace control freaks, emotional tyranny, micromanagement, negligence in employment, workplace aggression, workplace conflict, workplace instability, workplace stress. Workplace bullying, like childhood bullying, is the tendency of individuals or groups to use persistent, aggressive, or unreasonable behavior against a coworker. Workplace bullying can include such tactics as verbal, nonverbal, psychological, physical abuse, and humiliation. This type of aggression is particularly difficult because unlike the typical forms of school bullying, workplace bullies often operate with the established rules and policies of their organization and their society. Bullying in the workplace is in the majority of cases reported as having been perpetrated by a manager and takes a wide variety of forms. So, in organized crime, I saw abusers aim to avoid household chores or exercise total control of family finances, then being very manipulative, often recruiting friends, law officers, and court officials, even the victim's family to the side while shifting blame to the victim. Organized crime, I saw abuse, defense, uh, aggression, anger, child grooming, destabilization. Association, exploitation of labor, forced labor, human trafficking, narcissistic rages, pejoratives, emotion of rage, revictimization, sexual slavery, slavery, social undermining, in terms of abuse and victimization. Organized crime, I saw psychological trauma, post-traumatic stress, chronic depression, hypervigilance, intrusive imagery, Gordon's babies, chronic depression, dissociation, anger, post-traumatic stress, anxiety, Alexithymia, difficulty identifying, processing your own emotions. In organized crime, I was exposed to characteristics and styles of abuse. Some important characteristics and styles of abuse are overt abuse, covert or controlling abuse, unpredictability, disproportionate, exaggerated reactions, dehumanization, objectification, abuse of information, 
possible situation setting up the field control by proxy and being abused gaslighting. In organized crime, I experience abusive power and control coercive power. Abusive power control or controlling behavior or coercive control is the way that abusers gain and maintain power control over a victim for an abusive purpose such as psychological, physical, sexual, financial abuse. The abuse can be for various reasons such as personal gain, personal gratification, psychological projection, devaluation, envy, or just for the sake of it as the abuser may simply enjoy exercising power and control. Controlling abusers may use multiple tactics to exert power and control over their victims. The tactics themselves are psychologically and sometimes physically abusive. Control may be helped through economic abuse, thus limiting the victim's actions as they may then lack the necessary resources to resist the abuse. The goal of the abuse is to control and intimidate the victim to influence them to feel that they do not have an equal voice in the relationship. Manipulators and abusers control their victims with a wide range of tactics, including positive reinforcement, such as praise, superficial charm, flattery, ingratiation, love bombing, smiling, gifts, attention, negative reinforcement, intermittent or partial reinforcement, positive reinforcement, Psychological punishment such as nagging, silent treatment, swearing, threats, intimidation, emotional blackmail, guilt, guilt trips, inattention, yelling, name calling, inattention, traumatic tactics such as verbal abuse or explosive anger. The vulnerabilities of the victim are exploited with those who are particularly vulnerable being most often selected as targets. Traumatic bonding can occur between the abuser and the victim as a result of ongoing cycles of abuse in which the intermittent reinforcement reward and punishment creates powerful emotional bonds that are resistant to change in the climate of fear. An attempt may be made to normalize, legitimize, rationalize, deny, or minimize abusive behavior or blame the victim for it. Isolation, gaslighting, mind games, lying, disinformation, propaganda, destabilization, brainwashing, divide and rule, or other strategies that are often used. The victim may be plied with alcohol or drugs or deprived of sleep to help disorientate them. Certain personality types feel particularly compelled to control other people. So, the, so hypervigilance, intrusive imagery, avoidance behaviors, these are all the things that I was exposed to in the world of organized. And yes, within organized crime, I did experience psychological aggression, verbal aggression, and and the exhibition of a range of serious disorders. Alcoholism and gynecological gynecological problems to be exact.